0: How are you doing this
1: fine evening? I would say pleasant. I am pleasant.
0: Alright, pleasant's good. I like being pleasant. Yeah, It's nice. It's kind of being pleasant. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: pretty nice. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel
0: about fun? I'm for it. I'm okay. always for it. How do you feel about monsters? I like them. Okay. Do you want to have some fun with monsters tonight? Yeah. Alright. We've been down this road before. What if I told you these monsters may, in fact, be critters?
1: Are they lonesome? They, they may be some of something. Are they they fearsome? They may be fearsome.
0: Okay. Got some fearsome critters on the docket. All right. Diving back into um, our beautiful fearsome critters of the lumber woods. There's a lot of monsters or critters in this book. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked, we discussed three. When we yeah. went down this, these pathways of beautiful creatures. Um, slide Rock Bolter. Was rock Slide our first Bolter. Rock Slide Bolter. Bolter Slack Ride. Yeah, The Bolter Slack Ride. Slack. I said Slack. The Bolter Slack Ride. Who sure. cares, man? Who cares? Nothing matters. Nothing matters. But what will matter are these creatures. So what we're going to do... Um, These stories, again, are from Fearsome Critters of the Lumberwoods, and we're going to read some of these stories to you guys and kind of see what's up with these beautiful creatures. But I don't know what stories I'm going to read to Zach, so of course he doesn't know what stories I am going to read to him. Sure. Because we got some listings in a little bag, and um, whenever you are ready, we can see the uh, the first... One popped out. That's going to be it. Whoa, that'll be it. That's her choice. All right. What number is that?
1: Nine.
0: Okay. And, of course, in this book, the critters have names, and they also have the Latin versions of these names. Give me the Latin first. Okay. So I can figure it out. All right. The Latin version is Rhythmopus... Inarticulatus Uh
1: Clumsy one Alright we're gonna find out I mean Right? It's inarticulate and rhythmless So I'm just it's, Just going with the clumsy no, one I
0: I like it I like it The um Do I tell you what it's called? Yeah The who gag Who gag Or the hugag But I say who gag Right? Who
1: gag Hugag Who gag You gag Who gag Hugag Hugag Sure all right. Well I don't speak Latin too. I just made that shit up. So. Oh no no, it's that's it sounds no close, I thought, you, no, no, I thought you <laughs> I No, don't I thought your doctorate Latin. was in
0: Latin. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was you're a professor in Latin. Fearsome some critter Latin. Alright, the uh the who gag is a huge animal mm-hmm. of the Lake States. Its range includes western Wisconsin. Northern Minnesota, and a territory extending indefinitely northward to the Canadian wilds toward Hudson Bay. In size, the hoogag may be compared to the moose. Oh, that's big. It's a large creature. And in form, it somewhat resembles that animal. Very noticeable, however, are its jointless legs. That's weird. Like that? Yeah. It's just... That's stiff. So it's got to have at least one. Like it's a limited articulated.
1: Interesting. Yeah, but he's got no knees. No. So he's something. just he's just clogging around.
0: Yep. Yeah. Shuffling. Yeah, he's an action figure with not good. Uh, only five points of articulation, maybe. Yeah. So because this animal Has jointless legs um, It compels the animal To remain on its feet And its long upper lip Which prevents it From grazing So how is this thing alive (laughs) (laughs) It can't bend its knees And it's got a giant lip So it can't like kneel down To eat anything That gets in the way Uh Um, If it tried that method Of feeling Do I need glasses? I have glasses on in a way but I don't. Well. They're called contact lenses. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see if I can zoom I was in. Like, here. I don't know what that means. I know it was that was. I translated my thoughts into English, and I don't know what came out. If it tried the method of feeding, it would simply tra- uh, tramp its upper lip into the dirt. Its head and neck are leathery and hairless. Its strangely corrugated ears flop downward. Its four-toed feet, long, bushy tail. That's cute. Shaggy coat and general makeup give the beast an unmistakably prehistoric appearance. Yeah, it looks like a fucked up mammoth.
1: Sounds like a snuffleupagus. It
0: sounds exactly like a snuffleupagus, <laughs> and that's what—if that's how you describe a snuffleupagus, it's a fucked up mammoth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, muppet Muppets and snuffleupagus. What's it look like? That's a fucked up mammoth. Oh, okay. I haven't even thought
1: of a snuffleupagus
0: uh, and pfft. this is the deep cuts uh, twenty something years. That's incredible. The deep cut of the who gags bring out, yeah, the snuffleupagus. Is that Latin for who gag? Is that a different? Interesting. Ah, uh, well. Holy shit! That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the snuffleupagus. Yeah, is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. Like this shaggy coat. No, no, no. Just... He didn't have joints that worked either. He no, was he a really didn't. Puppet.
0: Yeah, he struggled. Oh god, I gotta <laughs> Google him. I haven't seen him in so long. Yeah. The uh, the who gag has a perfect mania. Just so gonna leave that there for just a second. Okay. It says for traveling, but I just like the fact that he's just a maniac. Mm. But if you had no knees and you couldn't eat, I think you'd be kind of a maniac too. Yeah. Like if, like you couldn't, you could get sustenance in no way. Uh, the Hoogag has a perfect mania for traveling, and few hunters who have taken up its trail ever came up with the beast or back to camp. Or back to camp. Don't make it back, <laughs> they're dying. I
1: didn't follow that.
0: Yeah, the hooga has perfect meaning for traveling, and few hunters who have taken up its trail ever came up with the beast or back to camp.
1: I guess they it sounds don't like make they just don't make it. They're... Yeah, they don't make it back.
0: It is reported to keep going all day long, browsing on twigs, flopping its lip around trees. And who doesn't, yeah, who doesn't want to flop your lip around some trees? What. And stripping back hmm, see this is where my glasses would come in handy, and stripping bark as occasion offers. And at night, since it cannot lie down, it leans against a tree, bracing its hind legs and making time with its front ones. Yeah, marking time with its front ones. Okay. The most successful who gag, because that's a thing that can you can be a successful who gag.
1: He went on to star in
0: Sesame Street. The most successful Hoogag lives in an apartment with a creature called the Big Bird and they sing songs and count on Sesame Street. Yeah. Weird. I can't believe they wrote this in like 1912. Yeah, so the uh, the most successful gag hunters ah, have adopted the practice of notching trees so that they are almost ready to fall. When the Hoogag leans up against one, both the tree and the animal come down. This is twisted, man. In its helpless condition, it is then easily dispatched. Yep. Imagine... Now we got dinner. Imagine watching a Hoogag lean against a tree fall over and goes, "Ah!" and you just walk up and blast it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boom. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. That's why we don't see them too often That's anymore. It's true. Gotta look out for people with nice shaggy coats. Hmm. The last one killed, so far as known, was on Turtle River in northern Minnesota where a young one, weighing 1,800 pounds... That's a big boy. That's a big, big boy was found stuck in the mud. There's one more sentence left in this story. Okay. It tells us how this hoogag meant his demise. Would you like to, you know, maybe take a take a crack at how
1: he yeah, got blasted
0: it was knocked in the head by mike flynn of cast lake bop he blasted it with his a baseball bat bam or just knocked on its head
1: yeah
0: anyways maybe came, an axe handle since they're lumbermen i don't know he just they like jumped down like like a double axe handle like a wrestler
1: yeah that's what yeah, i thought yeah I, yeah that's what i definitely that's
0: what I, <laughs> I assume that's what you meant Boom and then the hoo-gag just dies in the mud. And if you were curious, this is not good for an audio format, but this is what a hoo-gag looks like.
1: Yeah, it's a snuffle up, I guess. Really It's a goose stepping snuffle up, I guess.
0: Ah oh, wow, and well, now I don't feel badly knocked in the head, this goose stepper over here. What's I mean he look at to? his legs. Oh my it's, gosh, were... it's goose stepping Ah, oh, he really is doing that. Oh, now he's a, he's even more sinister. This guy over here. Yeah.
1: No wonder yeah, I don't remember what the Snufflegus' name is. Uh, Mark. Is it Mark? I think it's a Snuffleupagus, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. That's why... Yeah, that would make sense why I know that word. Snuffle... Maybe that's why he distanced himself from
0: Snuffleupagus. his... Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, my God. He's the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh huh. That's even more derpy than I remember. He's the tongue. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, he's amazing. Uh, there's so many good...
1: That's God. way more derpy than I remembered.
0: But I mean, look at his leg. Look at his
1: leg. He's goose-stepping, too. He's tipped. doing the same thing. <laughs> is this snuffle up against a hoogag?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the answer's yes. <laughs> oh, man. There he is with his, with his bro. Look at all these pictures with his buddy. It's a big bird. Yeah, it is a big bird. He's got to step and go again. That's how Shoot. he dances.
1: He needs to work on that.
0: This Hoogag is just kind of messing around here. Unreal. Snuffy is what he's named. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like Chewbacca is chewy. Mm Mm-hmm. Snuffleupagus is Snuffy. Look at at these couple of best friends over here. Isn't that wild? Of course, I'm showing pictures of Snuffleupagus with the Big Bird, in case anyone listening would like to know what I'm showing you. Yeah, that's, yeah. Alright, well that's uh that's a who gag. hmm Um what's our next contender here? Who's next on on deck?
1: Next up we got Oh jeez, come on. What number we got? Forty-five.
0: Forty-five. Interesting. Alright. This creature. Um Latin name? Mm-hmm. Right? Of course. Collapsofemeris geocatapeltis. Okay. Would you like to know what his yes. non Latin name is? Yeah, I do. Tripodero.
1: Tripodero.
0: That's how it's spelled. Yeah. Tripod and then arrow. Tripodero.
1: Tripodero.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, well, this, uh, the Chaparral and Foothill Forests of California, California?
1: Yeah, uh, read that back.
0: California, I think that's what I was trying to say. The Chaparral and Foothill Forests of California, IA contain many, oh, I don't like to read that sentence. <laughs> it just catches me off guard. Okay, the chaparral and foothill forests of California contain many queer freaks of one kind and another. All right. Okay. Um, One of the strangest and least known is the tripodero, Mm -hmm. an animal with two contractile or telescopic legs and a tail like a kangaroo's. So we got a lot of leg talk this episode. Lots of legs. Lots of leg talk. How about them legs? Absolutely. Uh, This peculiarity in structure enables the animal to elevate itself at will so that it may tower above the... uh, What is chaparral? What is that word? I tried to just blow by it the first time. Chaparral. Yeah, C-H-A-P-A-R-L-A-L. I don't know. What does chaparral mean? A thicket of dwarf evergreen oaks, a dense, impenetrable thicket that of shrubs, shrub very specific dwarf trees. Right, an ecological community composed of shrubby plants adapted to dry summers and moist and moist winters. That's just a heavy
1: underbrush,
0: basically, and it occurs especially in Southern California. Okay. So there we go. I legitimately had never heard of that word before. I have never. Heard today. Of that word so either. that's pretty impressive. That's what I learned today. There you go. Chaparral. Isn't that cool? All right. So what what kind of psychopath is what is this tripodero doing in these these thickets? And so anyway, anyways, he's got his telescopic legs um, that allows him to tower above the brushes or if it chooses uh, to pull in its legs and present a compact form for crowding through the brush. The trepidero's body is not large, but is solidly built, and its head is nearly all snout, the value of which is seen in the method
1: by which food is obtained. This is like an anteater? It sounds like he's an anteater, but he's got to like navigate some tough shrubbery. So he's got to kind of use his long legs, like, stretch and stuff, and then yeah, get on top of it. Yeah. Get that snout in there. Get that snout in there. Dig it up. Rock get that and roll. Snout in, dig it
0: up, rock and roll. As the animal travels through the brush covered country, it elongates its legs from time to time.
1: Yeah, telescope. That's anyway, cool. That's exactly I'd what get taller if I could at certain yeah. times.
0: I mean, why not? Yeah. You got why extendable not? legs. Yeah. That's a useful feature. If I played basketball, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you'd be making bank. Mm-hmm. This guy's got telescopic legs. For the implants or is like a no man, he's just born with those. Well, I guess it's allowed. Hell yeah, it's allowed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good luck, peasants. Yeah, right? Just literally just the, it's a fast ticket to the one percent.
1: <laughs> I got ladder legs. Yeah.
0: Get out of here. If it sights game within a range of 10 rods, it takes aim. I don't know how long 10 rods is. Do you know how long 10 rods is? More than five. That's factual. It takes aim with its snout and tilts itself until the right elevation is obtained. Then, with astounding force, blows a sun dried quid of clay, knocking its victim senseless.
1: Oh, damn. So it's He's just whooping clay. Is just
0: shooting clay at people? Yeah. It's got like a gun in his head. Mm-hmm. That's not... That's scary. Maybe right. we should talk more about that than his extendable legs that he's just launching chunks <laughs> of clay at people. Probably. The clay blaster.
1: He doesn't want think getting out, though, so... He's like, talk about the legs. Yeah. Legs are cool. Just call me Daddy Tri-Legs. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Didn't you just knock out that guy with... Nope. Didn't you just eat him after nope. you nope. murdered him? Nope. Definitely not. Call me Tripod. Yeah. That's just me. Mini- Lucky me,
1: tripod. Lucky me. Lucky me, three. Tripodero. You call me tripod, I'll start calling you tripod in front of the ladies. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. <laughs> and I won't hit you in the head with a fucking <laughs> yeah, I, would, clay. I won't knock
0: you out, then I guess eat you. I yeah. guess that's how I kill my prey. <laughs> yeah. A supply of these quids is always carried in the left jaw. So he's just got a stack got of got rocks. Basically, yeah. he does. Basically, he's ready and loaded. So he's traversing his thickets. Yeah, and it's blasting people. Huh. I'm assuming people, other deer, other animals in the woods.
1: He's blasting whatever he's hungry for. Yeah, it certainly Should is. It go. We oh, yes. could eat some deer tonight. Yeah,
0: that'll be nice. There goes one. Bam! Boom! Blows his head apart. Dinner is served. Mm-hmm. It's a squirrel in a tree. Bam. Well, I hit that one too hard. It's just vaporized. Yeah, it's dead. Mm-hmm. The squirrel next to him was like, No! Mom? That, that one dies. Oh, no! Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm shock. Mom, <laughs> it just falls off. The shockwave knocks it out and he eats it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this. <laughs> this guy's scary. The trepidero then contracts its legs. And bores its way through the brush. I thought I was gonna say like bores its way like through its victims, but luckily it didn't say that. Bores its way through the brush to its victim. Oh my god. What? We're on track though. We're dressing. This is how this creature behaves. Where it stays until the last bone is cracked and eaten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. I I'm a little concerned with Oh my god, this thing's from hell. <laughs> <laughs> This thing looks like it's from hell.
1: It's cracking bones, drinking the this, marrow. This thing slurping it up is from hell. Oh yeah.
0: This thing is the scariest fearsome critter I've ever seen. Like that, just based on appearances
1: alone, this thing is terrifying. Yeah, that's a uh, very alien and terrifying looking. That is I it's was big bird. But in a horrifying bastardization of it. It's right. got very long legs. Yeah. A tail that drips down to the ground. Yeah. It's the legs that get me to... Well, I mean... I also the snuff a I guess. But the right, legs right. make it look like Big Bird.
0: Yeah. But it's got a terrifying visage. Yeah, it's like a pucker face.
1: Yeah. And it's like these w- w- little beady eyes. And it's just stalking above everything. I... And it's just spitting out ammo and launching it at people. This thing is... um no, no,
0: that's a bad time. This thing is horrifying. This it, is a monster. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from that guy. Yeah, earlier we'd say, you know, critters, like, monsters. This thing is a legitimate monster. Well, at least they drew the thicket,
1: you know. He's ten rods tall? Yeah. Is that, is that what that was? That was... Because he looks tall. I don't know what ten rods means still. Still haven't figured that out. But
0: Yeah, where's yeah, I'm trying to look for the part where it mentioned the uh the ten rods. Yeah. Oh, if if it sights game within ten yards. So that's like it's that's as far as it can shoot. Okay. It's clay bullets that it just
1: carries in his mouth at all times. Okay. Well that's uh Apparently 9228 feet is a rod, or 16.5 is the average, I guess. It's a horrible measurement. So 16.5 feet is one rod? Yeah, so 165 feet, or up to 280 feet, or just 90 feet. It's wildly impractical. What is a, like... It derives from the Old English Rod and is akin to Old Norse Club "ruda."
0: So just like a walking stick people used to have? Yeah, I think so.
1: I'm That's not about, any... It's about the size of Ben's
0: walking stick.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to look any further into it. I closed it. <laughs> okay. Because that is not what we're here to do.
0: <clears throat> no, but it is also educational. Because I had not known... The word that... The... Shapiro? Shapiro? Oh, man. Whatever. I'll look it up later which will not do this podcast any good all right well let's um let's move on to another creature okay grab the bag here and I think we'll, we'll see how this creature goes and we might have maybe one more creature after that maybe just to, we'll, we'll see how this we'll see what we got going on there.
1: 27
0: 27. Isn't that a special number? Oh. Isn't there like a 27 club? For like famous people? Oh. The year when they... Uh,
1: yeah. When they all die. When they all die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Well, you and me are not famous. We've surpassed that. So.
0: We have passed that. That's true. That is true. All right. I'm pretty sure we didn't discuss this one before, but it sounds familiar. We'll just do another one. Here's his Latin name, which I'm sure you memorized if I had told you it before, because you would commit totally. all these yep. all these things to memory. And I speak Latin fluently, and you are a fluent Latin. I'm speaker. actually from Latin. Are you really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, jeez, that's. I'm impressed. I didn't I didn't know that about you. Yeah, mo- most people don't. felinus in Inquebrious. Ghost
1: cactus. Cactophilinus
0: Inquebrious. Yeah. Ghost cactus. The cactus cat. That doesn't sound familiar, no? No. Alright, beautiful. Cactophilinus. Oh no, is that... Anebrius?
1: The drunk cat?
0: Maybe. I-N-E... B-R-I-U-S in Close enough. This is a rhetorical question. How many people have heard of the cactus cat? Not me. Not me. Mm -mm. (laughs) Right. Alright. Thousands of people spend their winters in the great southwest. The land of desert and mountain. Of fruitful valleys. Of flat-topped Mesas of Pueblos, Navajos and Apaches of Sunshine, and the ruins of ancient cliff-dwellers. It is doubtful, however, if one in a hundred of these people ever heard of a cactus cat. I mean, does it exist? To say nothing of seeing one sporting about among the Chola and Palo Verde. Only the old-timers know of the beast and its queer habits. Would you like to know more about the Cactus Cat? Yeah. The Cactus Cat, as its name signifies, lives in the Great Cactus. Mm Mm-hmm. The Great Cactus Districts. And is particularly abundant between Prescott and Tucson. Very specific region. Um, I want more info about the cat, though. So far, he lives in a cactus, and I know that. And that supposedly people haven't really seen him. Which makes me wonder, how do we know he's a thing? Because this book is full of facts. It has been reported, also, from the valley of the lower Yaqui in Old Mexico and the toilet-covered hills of Yucatan. The cactus cat has thorny hair, the thorns being especially long and rigid on its ears. Its tail is branched, and above the forearms above its front feet are sharp knife-like blades of bone. Huh. That escalated. That escalated. All right. With these blades, it slashes the base of giant cactus trees, causing the sap to exude. This is done systematically. Many trees being slashed in the course of several nights as the cat makes a big circuit. By the time it is back to the place of beginning, the sap of the first cactus has fermented into a kind of Mescal, sweet. Mescal. There you go, and very intoxicating. Nice, inebrious.
1: Mescal's pretty good. I don't
0: think I can't remember the last time I had in here. This is greedily lapped up by the thirsty beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think's happening here? What's this guy up to? F-
1: Fucking getting inebrious. <laughs> He's getting very much inebrious,
0: <laughs> which soon becomes fiddling drunk, and goes off waltzing. Into the moonlight, rasping its bony forearms across each other, screaming with delight. So he gets wasted, has his Wolverine bone claws, and just goes shink shink, <laughs> as he walks into the desert nighttime.
1: That sounds fun. It sounds fun. He sounds like a maniac. He sounds like a true <laughs> maniac.
0: <clears throat> he is a legitimate Looney Tune. Yep. Who, thank God, he likes just cutting cactuses and getting wasted. Mm -hmm. so this is what the uh, cactus cat looks like and you can see it's not gonna you have to kind of you know what I mean but if you can there's a cactus cat in the distance like dancing like a crazy person oh yeah (laughs) and the other one's getting wasted right now just
1: on the point of retching almost it looks like yeah he's just really had a lot hanging on getting some balance there oh yeah he looks scary
0: mm-hmm all right so so far we've discussed the cast the castus the cactus cat um, the Stuffalopagus. what was that psychopath called do you remember I know we just literally talked about the tripod it. guy yeah the tripodero that's a cool guy right. And the hoogag. That's not up, I guess. Alright, so who is our final creature for this venture down into the realm of the fearsome Lumberwoods? 13. 13. Alright. Our grand conclusion for this episode. Ryan. Ryan Coruppus? Fledge of Felic. Fornis. Excuse me. Flagella Fornis. formis. This is what I keep saying it. Ryan Corporis. <laughs> 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 Flagella Fornis. Is he going to fart?
1: Flatulas. Flage- I was thinking more of. Ph- phalanges? Ph- phalanges, maybe? Let's find out. I don't know. We'll find out. We will. He's called the Roperite. I like that. That was just me wiggling my fingers. I like you. It. And I was like, yeah, phalanges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody uh, else could see that. Good
0: though. shortcuts. Yeah, just, you know, whatever. It's, yep. it's behind the scenes info there. This is whenever we go like this. Oh, phalanges.
1: Yeah, spirit fingers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100%. In the foothills of the Sierras, where the digger pine grows, dwells one of the most. Specialized animals to be found anywhere on the American continent. No one knows its life history, even approximately. It's a good start. <laughs> we know what the hell this thing is. Yeah. I guess it's alive, though. No one knows its life history, even approximately. And many a discussion has been based upon the question as to whether the beast is born, hatched from eggs, or comes into existence spontaneously. From just, some mountain cavern. He just erupts just into existence. Pure will He's,
1: existence. I'm alive.
0: Boom. I love Here that I kind of, am. I love that concept. <laughs> I have awakened. Who yeah. am I? What am I? What is living? I don't know. I'm going to find out. All right, so people of the area say that Roperites are the spirits of early Spanish ranchers. Hmm. And blood-curdling are the tales they tell... Of hapless creatures pursued by the beast, snared with its marvelous rope-like beak. Oh my god, it's got a beak? That's rope-like.
1: Uh, All of that is terrifying.
0: And dragged to death through thorny... chaparral which is now, you know, yeah, Now we know, tickets. yeah. We certainly do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, rope-like beak, and it was dragged... It drags things to death.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem great. Do you think you'd be able to outrun it? Uh, Do I? Yeah, yeah obviously.
0: No man or animal can hope to outrun it. Sorry. That's well, just what it says. I am. Well. <laughs> More than man. Yep. <laughs> it steps upon road runners. Oh, that's nice. Or kicks them out of the way. Just a punt. Mate, me. get out of here. <laughs> just a quick punt. Yeah, jerk. Ah. And no obstacle appears sufficient to stop its progress, or even slacken its speed. As it seemingly half-flies, half-bounds, across the rugged country which it inhabits. So this thing... is vicious. Sounds like it. And it basically flies as it snares people in its rope beak. And drags them to death. And just kills them. Just keeps going. Doesn't even care. Nope. It's pursuing people... Knocking roadrunners out of the way. I just left. I can just imagine the cartoon. Mimi. Just kicks it. Goodbye. Its leathery skin is impervious to th. What? Yeah, its leathery skin is impervious to thorn. And its flipper legs uninjured by the sharpest rocks. This thing's sounding pretty invincible. Not liking where this is going. Mm hmm. According to A.B. Patterson of Hot Springs, California, who saw the last right authentically reported, the animal has a large set of rattles on its tail. This thing is a chimera-horrifying monster beast, which it vibrates when in pursuit of game, thus producing a whirring sound like that of a giant rattler. The effect of this upon an animal closely pursued may be imagined. So he just wants you to think about that. How do you think an animal will feel about that?
1: Like they're having a bad day. (sighs) Yeah. (sighs) This is a horror movie. It's
0: very much a horror movie. The Roperite, where can I go to watch that film? As this is running through the desert and murdering everyone. I don't know. I would like to watch that. Lumbermen operating in the region between Pitt River and the southern end of the Sierras are urgently requested to make every effort to secure a living specimen of the Roperite. Now, we described that creature. It sounded kind of horrifying, right?
1: Oh, yeah. This is what it looks like. Oh, my gosh. It's got a lasso. That's what it sounded like. It's got a lasso for a beak. Yeah, and what is it catching there? I don't know. That looks like another kind of a, a Goomba? <laughs> not a Goomba. Uh... No 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 no
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right? Kind of like a Goomba. I don't I, know what that monster is. Yeah. It looks like a maybe a bunny. It's a rabbit. It looks okay. like a rabbit like hopping weird. Alright, yeah. But um,
1: yeah, I mean that's what the description is. That what, is that
0: what... Is, I just... Like, I didn't imagine, like, a lasso rope. I imagine, like, it's a rope that could, like...
1: It said it's like, snare them in a noose. Oh, you're right.
0: Like, <laughs> See, I was just trying to say words, and you were actually paying attention to what I was saying. That is exactly what it does. Oh, my God. And it drags them. Yeah, it snares them. You're right. No, 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 you're exactly right. I don't know right. where it gets the noose from. Well, I just... Yeah, in my head, I just didn't imagine, like, it tied like a noose. I imagined, like, it would, like, rope around them and then, like, snag them like that, like kind of like a. Like a like a trunk type thing. I didn't imagine this. Yeehaw! No, yeah, no, it's straight
1: up lasso. It's a straight up lasso. All right. And then it yells yeehaw. That's he's what got, he's that's got what to, its yeah. bird sounds sound like. Yeah. yee yee-haw, yeehaw! You yee-haw! hear that in the, in the woods? You, yeah. You better
0: run. You better move fast. All right. So those are four fearsome critters. Now, of those four, the who gag, the roperite, the Tripod Darrow and the Cactus Cat, because we asked this question last time. I'm going to ask it again. Which one of those things is going to come out on top if they if they all were in like if they're all fighting each other? Like which one would like?
1: So they got some weapons involved in here. I think the Hoogag isn't going to make it. I don't think the Hugag is going to make it. I think the uh, what's It's dragging everybody to death. The think so?
0: Bird. Do you think the tripodero is gonna blast this bitch with like clay uh, rocks? Yeah. yeah, maybe the projectiles might stop him. Because if he gets the rope around his neck, he might be done. But if he, if this demon monster,
1: the tripodero, yeah, the tripodero so? is
0: probably gonna win. Really? Yeah, I think so too. Because like you know, you you had that image burned into your brain, right? What he looks like? Oh yeah, yep. Because it's gonna be in my nightmares tonight. Because he's a vicious, horrifying creature who is just very scary. And the pucker mouth is just absolutely horrifying. And he destroys everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So that was a quick little banger from the Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods written by William Thomas Cox. And the illustrations um, are by Coart Dubois, which, of course, you know, you couldn't see, but... You're going to see the Trapadera in the episode description because that's when it's getting put up there. And he's a terrifying monster. Cool. But yeah, fun with fearsome critters. It's always a ride. I never know what it's going to take us. hmm So uh, until we catch up with those bastards next time, you can follow us on all the social medias, Facebooks, the Instagrams, um, patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. You can support the show. Listen to our bonus episodes that we record I'm called Behind the Veil after these conversations end. That conversation, those conversations continue. Write us a sick review. Your favorite fearsome critter. Yeah. And guys, just, you know, stay
1: spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.